Welcome to episode three of Diary of a Teenage Dirtbag, the podcast where I, Evie, read you through my 14-year-old diary, much to my embarrassment. Every episode I'm joined by a different guest and we just, the, uh, anyway, Ava's here today, yay! Hey girl! Ava's going to read through my diary with me. We were going to have Helena today, but there's been a slight shift in schedule, so if you've tuned in as a fan of Helena, she isn't here, but... Ava's pretty fucking sick. Yeah, I'm coming through with the goods. She's coming through with the goods. She is also the host of podcast Speak Up Sis. Oh, thank you. Yeah, speak underscore up underscore sis. Listen to that, sis. <laughs> All right. So where we left off last time, I still didn't have an iPod, unfortunately. <gasps> oh, gosh, it's and a I was hard struggling. Life, isn't it? I was struggling. First world problems. <clears throat> 31st of the 3rd, 2009. I'm on the plane to Christchurch with Crystal. Yeah, we're pretty damn grown up, right? We were. Are you? Well, oh. we were. We were minors. You know when you get minors at the airport and they they sh- yeah. they take you around everywhere. You're um flying nationally. Yeah, which flying is a nationally. huge deal. It was pretty cool. No, but that is. It's, I think the first time I um flew in a plane was to Christchurch too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's, I will, family reunion. Christchurch is. It's the place to be. <laughs> it's the place Question to be. <laughs> no, oh okay, God. look, cars on the table, Christ, it's just a fucking shithole. Yeah. We flew down there to see the killers. It was cancelled. Had the tickets. Went anyway. Um, Jealous. <clears throat> yeah, it was all good. I wanted to go to the killers because they went to Big Day Out, but um, I saw them at Big Day expensive. Out. Oh gosh, you that was live, when that year was such a good year for Big Day Out. It was the headlining act was Tool, yes. um, and fucking Bjork. Yeah. Um, Mikey Walker Romance and The Killers. Yeah. My favourite bands at the time. I remember desperately wanting to go and bussing into the city to go and work for my dad selling fish with my brother and then seeing everyone going to the big day out and just being so sad. Oh, I loved it. Oh, well, you've lived the blessed life. (laughs) Blessed be. Keep reading. All right, here's a a biggie update. It's a biggie. May 10th. It's been ages since writing in here, which is not good. Well, update. School started two weeks ago and after a terrible holiday in Otaki with my dad and his dumb religious wife. Also, I'm kind of living in torture. I think I'm in love with Richard or something. I like him less, but I like him more. And he likes Steph, sad face. He only hangs out with us to see her. So it's hard to be around my friends because it hurts. But that's the only time I get to see him and I don't know what to do. It hurts so much. Any thoughts there? Just... You're, you're just hurting, sis. <laughs> hurting, sis. But uh, hang on, so there's Owen, but then you're in love with Richard. Yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think at this time, because Owen is the one I end up dating, and I think I talk about him a little bit more right. further on, but at this point, I know for a fact that I did have a crush on him, yeah. but I was even not writing it in my diary because I was so admit, embarrassed. You wouldn't admit it in the diary. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't admit it to anyone. If you put it on paper, it becomes too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to manifest it into oh something. Well, because he was like... Love and denial. It sounds really nasty, but all my friends were like, oh, you're too good for him, you're too good for him, he's a nerd. So then I kind of started believing that myself, but I really liked him, Yeah. like hard, and yes. then obviously still liked Richard. Of um, course. And who was the, re- the religious girlfriend? The what? That said your re- your dad's religious girlfriend. Oh my god, his wife, who he's still married to, is super religious. She is the pastor of a church, oh, and I was wow. raised completely atheist. My dad was the type of person who would shut the door on religious people knocking. He used to yeah. take me out of Bible study at school because he thought it was really fucked up that they would like teach that right. to us. And so then. 
not only did delicious. he yeah not only did he abandon me but he married someone religious which was super confusing to me as a 14 yeah. year old like now now I don't care like people can be religious if they want like that's mm. none of my fucking business like my life motto is do whatever you want just don't be fucking dick about it mm-hmm. but it, it was just really confusing for me because it's like I looked up to my dad as someone really smart so I'm like oh he's smart so religion isn't real and I was a real piece of shit atheist about it I was like meh 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 God, you're stupid if you believe in God. Like I was one of those little assholes. So I was really confused that he was dating, that he was seeing someone who was so openly religious. It was weird. I haven't been eating properly. I'm so fat, it's gross. I haven't had a boyfriend in over a year, so I suppose that's why. I hate how shallow everyone is. I'm cool, right? I think you're cool. (laughs) I think so. Awful. I used to think I was fat and I look back on photos of me when I was like 17, 18 in me prime and I was absolutely stunning. Yeah. And and you just, why do we say those things about ourselves? It's well, I think awful. there's so much to it and it's so hard to unpack why teenage girls hate the way they look so much. Mm. And I think it's different for everyone, but you're coming into this age where you you're thinking about sex right yeah. that's one of the first things terrifying so yeah you're like am i attractive mm. do people want to have sex with me what and everyone's talking about sex all the time so you can't help but think about that for me all my friends were fucking models mm. half of the people that i was in my year group now i'm now full-time models they are yeah. all fucking stunning yeah. so i got this really weird idea that i was way uglier than i was mm. and like i look back at photos and i'm not fat at all i'm like yeah, the cute. tiniest bit chubby yeah like barely but also too it's 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 a thing in general and for me in high school i had friends like you said like model for sex and I remember this girl, Hannah, she would constantly be saying how she was fat, but it was almost as if she was fishing for compliments Oh, I hated people like that. But then it's like, what? If you think that, then I must be huge. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I used to, like, my friends would be like, oh, I'm so fat. And they were, like, size 8, and I was, like, a size 12. Mm. And I would just be like, oh, my God, I must be so big. Mm. And not a lot of boys liked me. So I think the easiest way for me to be, like, because I didn't actually have low self-esteem about my personality. Like, I yeah. thought I was really cool and funny. Absolutely. But So I was like, oh, I must be ugly yeah, but because also, yeah. people don't like me. But also, isn't it funny now that, like, obviously there's heaps more, well, they heaps more, um, like, noted issues of young girls being, like, fucked up from social media and stuff. But then at the same time, they've got way more advanced in terms of, like, educating young women about, like, different body shapes and mm. stuff. Whereas when we were younger, yeah, we didn't have the social media stuff, but, like, our media was just fashion magazines. So, in a way, it's, like, Catch-22, it's fucked up both ends, I mean, I wish Lizzo was around when I was a teenager. I was, like, watching her VMA performance the other day, and I was, like... She's, like, a twig. I was, like, fuck, I I wish that, like, Lizzo was around. Yeah, you 100% that bitch. Like, 100% I am that bitch. Thank you for sharing, Lizzo. But, like, I remember saying to someone once when I was this age and really hated the way I looked... People always try to say to me, like, oh, what you see in magazines isn't real. It's not real. Mm. But it's like the girls that I went to school with, that's what they look like. So it's like, you can't tell me it's not real because I see those girls every day at school. It is real. I'm not as pretty as them. What do you want? What am I supposed to do about it other than not eat or wear really skanky clothes to try to get attention from boys? Like, trying to compare myself to those girls was one of yeah. the worst things I ever did. Yeah. Don't ever compare yourself to anyone else. Well, everyone's hot. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, every single person is hot. 
Just present your best version of yourself. Just or try to. fucking have a shower and put on something nice and <laughs> someone will fuck you. You know what I mean? Cut out. There's someone for everyone. I don't want to be depressed, but I am. I just find this all so hard to take. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to be lonely, but I'm just beyond lonely. I'm just alone. Oh my! Why does nobody breaks. love me? I'm not that bad. Anyone will do. And then I said, um, don't give up. If you ever forget, shoot yourself. What? If someone read this, I would die. So it gets a bit oh, confusing at the wow. end there, but... But it, look how far you've come. If someone read this, I would die. And here you are. You're the one reading it on a motherfucking podcast. I'm reading it to everybody. Also, I have tears in my eyes. Oh, Well, eat me. I just want to go give her a hug. I was really sad. I was, like, not dealing with my dad leaving very well. Yeah. Like, it was, it was hard, and it still is hard, but I think at the time it was also extremely confusing and isolating because I didn't really get on with my mum that well when I was that age. Yeah. Because, like, like, teenage girls don't get on with their mums no, for, like, a few years not. there. That's but just... also going through all that stuff. It's it's made you who are, you are today. Bro, I don't trust men as far as I can fucking throw them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to. Yeah. I trust my boyfriend about as much as I can. But yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, nah, he's going to leave. Because I just think that... I think my biggest damage that I took from my dad leaving is living under the assumption that that's what happens. Yeah. Like, it's like that thing of, like, when you're growing up and you do your things a certain way in your household mm-hmm. and then you go to your friend's house and they do it a different way and you get confused and you yeah. think your friend's family are weird, not yeah. that your family's weird. So, you, yeah, you're getting complacent to this weird bad behaviour or whatever. Yeah, so for mm-hmm. me it's like, oh, yeah, dads leave, men leave. That mm-hmm. I just, I think I just kind of got that in my mind. I've had lots of therapy about it. Yeah. But, like... My dad was also, like, my best friend. Like, yeah. and I only knew for a week before he left. They, he just said, like, oh, I'm Sayonara. going. And God, then he yeah, never I came back. Imagine. So, like. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Like, my dad's around. My parents have been married for 35 years. But, like, wow. uh, we we were not close until I was, like, 18 because I was just, like, a little private school biatch. And then and he was busy working all the time. And so we never had a relationship. And then when I um, – came back from uni and I was all rock and roll and cool. I think he was like, all right, I can get, I can vibe with you. (laughs) Now we're best mates, but you know, in reverse. I mean, I literally saw my dad giving his niece advice on how to raise teenage girls the other day. And I was so fucking close to replying and being like, where did you read that then? Like, where, what book did you read that in? I don't remember you that fucking would, raising... That would be... Like, what, you were around for... And he was writing, like, oh, they, they start being rude and saying mean things, and but your little lovely girl is underneath. I'm like, you don't know. You weren't there. Yeah. You you literally dealt with me from when I... You left when I was fucking 13. My sister was 16, so yeah, you dealt with my sister, but she was a lot easier than me. Absolutely. Like, my sister shout was... Shout out to all the mamas out there. Honestly, shout out to mums. Like, Man, shout I, out to good dads too, bro. Yeah, hard. I remember saying, or you know how you always say, I hate you, mum, and one time mum said it back, and oh I, I was heartbroken. Oh, she my said, God. Nah, you need to know how it feels, and fuck, it did it work. Yeah, did it work. Did it work. My mum, yeah. I called my mum a bitch once, and I never, I, I regret it every day. Um, I can't believe I called my mother, yeah. the woman who gave me life, can't believe I called her yeah. a bitch, but I did, because I was a psycho, and then she called me a bitch, and I was like, you can't say that to me. <gasps> yeah. Like, that really hurts my feelings. She was like, well... Taste and I was like, whoa, I'm so mean to my mum. Exactly. It's good. Do you oh. think, I think though, for me, I think that it might have been 
even harder for me with social media because mm-hmm. I didn't, I developed quite late. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have my ass till I was like 17, 18. Yeah, so I had I, my peers till I was 16. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, I would have looked at, like, now I look at all these fat ass girls on Instagram, I'm like, fuck yeah, girl, like, yeah. you look fine as hell. But I think back then I'd have been like, I don't even have a fat ass. Right, yeah. I don't have anything. I know. Well, we'll never know. We'll Unless never know. We can turn back time. <laughs> If we find no the way. way. We're trying to find the way. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, Ava, for jumping on, reading hey, my diary. thank you. It's been very fun. Tune in. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, I want to give 14-year-old Evie a cuddle, but I'll give the real Evie a cuddle later. Yeah, poor 14-year-old Evie. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you. I'm a it's terrible okay. host. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for listening to Diary of a Teenage Dirtbag. That was a fun little episode with Ava. Next week is a very special episode where my mum comes in and it's going to be really interesting. So see you then. Diary of a teenage dirtbag baby. I feel like like Wheatus are going to sue us. Is that what the band's called? Wheatus? Wheatus? Either way, we're fucking going to get sued.